Hello, everybody, and welcome to Eliminated, a Royal Rumble podcast where we take a look at the inconsistencies of the Royal Rumble match. Well, Jim, we talked about the men's Royal Rumble a couple of weeks ago. Today, the ladies get their turn. That is correct. And also, I there's a 50-50 chance that this might be the last Royal Rumble ever. I don't know, because of, you know, the possible sale coming up and... I mean, I would like to say that, I don't know, I'm trying to think of, because actually I really don't care. Um, I was <laughs> going to say, I'd like to say we'll be back doing this next year, but actually I don't. If it doesn't come back, I'm actually fine. Um, but let's <laughs> let's put our best foot forward and talk about what might be the last of the Royal Rumble. I'll say this, if it's under new management, we will be back for the 2024 Royal Rumble. That much I will commit to. Okay. That's fair. I'll, I'll commit as well. Okay, cool. How about that? Great. All right. So uh, we'll begin with our roll call of champions. We did the men, so we're gonna do um, we're gonna do the women's roll call. We're gonna start with WWE. The Raw women uh, going into the show: Bianca Belair, the SmackDown Women's Champion Charlotte Flair, and the Women's Tag Team Champions. Dakota Kai and EO Sky. Meanwhile, in AEW, the AEW Women's World Champion is Jamie Hayter, and the TBS Champion is Jade Cargill. Mm-hmm. And in Impact, the Knockouts Champion is Mickey James, and the Knockouts Tag Team Champions are the Death Dolls. That's Jessica Havoc, Rosemary, and Taya Valkyrie. Wait, hold on. What? You what said you three what? people. Yeah, they're going under Freebird rule. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> I hate the Freebird rule. I hate it. It should be the two people that won it are the only people that should def- should be defending it. Well, you go, you go talk to Scott Demore about that. I mean, it's not a Scott Demore problem. The friggin' New Day does it, and... I mean, you know, the Spirit Squad has done it. AEW, I guess, now that they have a trio cell, I don't have to worry about it there. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I'm not even really that for a trio style to begin with, to be honest with you. Hey, pro wrestling, every single promotion out there, stop creating titles. Yep, just You don't... have way too many. The, the most there should be is three. Just don't do any. <laughs> um, no, you know what? Okay. That would be a change if they did one. Wow. That'd be, yeah, that would be different. I would watch that. Okay. So, before we get into what the women are leading up to to this Royal Rumble, mm-hmm. you had asked me about qualifying matches. Yes, so this is a continuation from the last episode. Yes. I went to cagematch.net, and I want to thank them. It's a very good website. Um, would you like to guess... How many Royal Rumble qualifying matches we had this year? Yes, I will guess 10. I I wish it was. Okay. One. (laughs) We had one. Okay. Oh, and it was uh, surprisingly the one I heard about, I guess. Yep. Ricochet defeating Top Dollar. Okay, because you didn't remember that when we when I told you, and I was like, no, someone definitely said they qualified. So Ricochet um, qualified to have a spot with Logan Paul. Yeah. Pretty much. 
Okay, so heading into the Royal Rumble on the women's side, we'll start with SmackDown, where Charlotte Flair recently regained the SmackDown women's title from Ronda Rousey. Mm -hmm. Charlotte is not on the show, which boggled a lot of people's minds, at least some that I knew of. Didn't boggle my mind. I mean, you already had five matches. There's no reason for another one. And yet it still ended after midnight, which is unbelievable. You know, there's... Bill, let me point... Can I point something out here? The other thing that I... There was a a lot of hypocrisy was shown on Royal Rumble night. Because, I mean, people were... People complain about AEW's pay-per-views, which I do too. Didn't really hear much about this, which ran probably the length of an AEW pay-per-view and how long it is. It wasn't over till past midnight. I know it wasn't, and we'll get to the reason why later in this episode. Yeah. And then they had a press conference. Oh, my. Which didn't. Well, I guess you don't have to watch the press conference, and nothing can beat the all-out press conference. (laughs) I mean, for some reason, I did, and it did not end until after 1 in the morning on the East Coast. But was there Sorry. was there any controversy like all out? Nope. Like, probably a boring nope. press conference with very easy questions. I bet Vince the Vince stuff wasn't even asked about on it. No, it wasn't. Wow, what a shock. Anyway, go ahead. Alright, so meanwhile on Raw, uh Alexa Bliss she's been kinda changing as of late. Ugh. She you know, this whole thing with Bray Wyatt. Is she back with them? Is she not back with him? It's affected her friendship with Bianca Belair, and that is going to lead into the women's title match that we have at the Royal Rumble. And Bailey and Becky Lynch at the 30th anniversary show were supposed to have a steel cage match. Okay. However, the match never happened because we're going to go story first and then what really happened. Story, Bailey and Damage Control, that's her group, beat up uh, Becky before the match even got started. So we never had a match. Right. The real reason why we didn't have the match is The Rock didn't want to come. (laughs) Baby. Um, no. Um, the opening segment of that Raw was the Sami Zayn trial. Right. If he was in the blood, you know, with the bloodline or not. And it went longer than normal, so the cage match got cut down mm. time. So. It is what it is. I mean. Yep. Like I said, so, they, they, they love that storyline, so that'll get 45 minutes if it needs to. So, um, with all of that said, the rules for the women are the rules for the men. Uh, 90-second intervals, so it will be every seven and a half minutes for us. And unless you have anything else you want to add, Jim? Uh, No, just at some point we're going to, you know, we couldn't do this for the men's because the men's was the opening match and nothing had happened. At some point during this, we are going to have to talk about the rest of the card. And I don't I want to make it clear that the reason why we're doing that is 
because we couldn't do it for the men's because it was the first one, uh, the first match. So, you know, I'm sure it's going to somehow... It, it, it would be kind of weird. Well, someone's going to read into it like, oh, you're taking time away from the women, and that's not the case. It's, that's how the the cards were dealt to us on yes. on this thing. So Yes. All right. So I guess, yeah, we're ready to go. All right. So, entrance, one through five. One, Rhea Ripley. Two, Liv Morgan. Three, Dana Brooke. Four, Emma. And five, Shayna Baszler. And I have, during this segment, eliminated no one. Now, my question is, is that oh. right? Because I'm already suspicious on myself here. Because usually... Uh, yes, you are correct. Okay, because usually when I write eliminated I and there's nobody, I literally write no one. And here I didn't write anything, so I was a little suspicious of myself. Uh, okay, so I'll go first. Um, I thought that there was there was laughter from the group, and for those that missed the last episode, um, I was watching with a group of like 13 people um, and two little kids, and there was a mixture of people that knew every single thing going on in WWE, people like myself that kind of know people but not really, some that don't watch at all, and someone who you could just tell absolutely hates pro wrestling. Um, right. So there was laughter from the group about Emma being co- coming out, mostly because, as one of the ones that don't really watch wrestling, was saying, Emma, that's quite an original name. What a great she name did. for a wrestler. I'm like, I'm not, you're not lying. You're not lying at all. really not. Uh, what the fuck is an ultra star? I, I have that here on my notes, too, and I was going to ask you. <laughs> Is that when you I get, have... like, a, um, two Mario Party stars in one turn? You get maybe. an ultra star. Maybe, I, maybe someone listening to this can tell us what an ultra star is. I still hate the name Submission Magician. I've always hated it. Um, there was a sloppy Rhea and Dana move at some point as Emma comes in. I wrote that down. But now here is the thing from the last episode that I brought up, and I'm going to embellish on it now, that someone at the party had mentioned that changed the way I look at Rhea Ripley forever. Okay. Uh, so remember when, when Sarah came on for, I think it was the 2000... What rumble did she come on? It Was, was one... it 19 or 20? Yeah, maybe 2019, and I, thanks to her, I now call her call the the woman Oscar the Grouch. Yes, and that's always stuck with me. Like it's never gone away. When I name her later, it's probably gonna be Oscar the Grouch. Yes. So something similar happened to me with someone at this party. They were talking about Rhea. Rip- we were talking about Rhea Ripley at some point, and I think it was my friend's brother. And if I could be wrong, or if it was my friend's brother's friend, one of them said, she's a monstrosity. And I'm like, that is an amazing name. I love that name. It's a word that's not used all the time. That's true. I I wish WWE would call her the monstrosity. I think it's great. And now I can't see her in anything else. Like, the whole whatever she's doing, mommy. No, she is Rhea the monstrosity Ripley to me. From now till probably when I die. 
I just think mean, if, if now, do you mean so, do you mean that in a, in like a good way or? See, here's what I think. Here's what I, so. First off, I when I think of monstrosity, like. Cause like look like look at look at her like uh, she has like so many it looks like a bunch of piercings she's got a lot of tattoos like it's not like her body is clean I'm first of all let me just say I'm not saying that she needs to you don't every woman should look as different or the way that she wants to and same thing with guys but yes. to me it's like I I guess when you think of Someone that does things to their body, and I, I don't know if anything's enhanced on her body either, because some might argue that, that would be also in this if she was enhanced, but it doesn't matter. It, I would say it's the, the piercings, the tattoos, and just the general, like, Marilyn Manson-ish that she looks like. Right. That she's the monstrosity. Um, and I, I just love that name. I think it fits her well. Um, I think, yeah, I, I'm all about it. The That's monstro- actually a good nickname. I, 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 I like that. The monstrosity. Um, so yeah, that's that was my what will now make me think of re- unless all of a sudden she changes her looks and like all of a sudden, you know, next week she comes out no piercings, tattoos covered up, and uh, is redheaded. Oh my God, that then, would be so funny. Then now, then the monstrosity moniker goes away. Like I look at Rhea Ripley, and remember when Marilyn Manson was doing this, like where we or, or Goldust was doing this. I think it was based off Marilyn Manson. Yeah, yeah. And they would yell those the things on his tits that would point yes. out. Yes. I feel like she's just she's one step away from from that. She's a monstrosity. Okay, I don't have many notes on this, but I do want to talk about Rhea Ripley in a in, in a different way in okay. a moment. Um, Michael Cole makes a very good point about number two because, and I didn't mention this in the women's you know stories leading up to this. Liv Morgan wanted to be number one; she okay. wanted to come out at number one. Well, she got number two. Mm-hmm. Michael Cole had a really good analogy. It's like, well, number two is just like being number one. And he's got a point. You're starting the match out. Right. It's just you're one spot later. Correct. So um, when I saw Dana Brooke, I wrote, why is she still here? That's a good question. I, I don't know. I, it's like I tried to get behind her, but I just can't. Mm-hmm. I don't think she's really improved. And again, I'm going to ask the same question like I did in the last episode. Why are you running towards the ring? That is a long aisle. So, um, with Rhea, and I had thought about this for a while, and when I was watching the Royal Rumble with my friends, um, I had asked them, and, I, and I'm going to ask you the same question. Sure. Have you ever heard of an internet character cartoon character named foamy the squirrel no i have not okay first off very funny my brother-in-law showed me and it was absolutely funny have you ever heard of a thing called charlie bear no okay i'm wondering if i should uh if i should be afraid about charlie bear (laughs) all right tell me about this uh internet character well we're gonna hold that thought 
Okay, entries 6 through 10. 6, Bailey. 7, B-Fab. 8, Roxanne Perez. 9, Dakota Kai. 10, EO Sky. I have during this segment eliminated B-Fab, Dana, Emma, and Perez. I have only one line here, so I don't know if this is going to be where you want to talk about the rest of the card, but the next section I only have one line. But regardless, Bill, you're first, so go ahead. Okay, so let's see. I noticed B-Fab is wrestling with a jacket on. What's the whole point of that? Um, and then they make fun of Top Dollar. So um, I was very excited to see Roxanne Perez because I watched her in her Ring of Honor days as Roxy. Okay. She's only 21, Jim. Mm -hmm. And she's this good. Mm -hmm. She's got a future. This girl, I, I know she wasn't in there long. It was like five minutes. She has a future. In that company. As long as she doesn't, you know, get caught up in the booze or the drugs or whatever. Right. She's going to be a star. She's going to be a star. Um, There's a couple of nice spots on Eliminations, one of which features Roxanne and uh, Bailey in them. Where Bailey has Roxanne in a, in a fireman's carry position. And I think it's like a double drop kick by both. Dakota and EO and that's what eliminates her really good spot that was a good spot there um I thought B-Fab would have had the shortest time but we'll talk about that when we get there right um we're slowly starting to see damage control take a control pardon the pun of this Royal Rumble and it's going pretty good so all right uh, uh you had you had yeah, one the, i mean the only note i have is that i think they kept saying uh the i think or whoever was that bailey's an ultra star and i just wrote down the ultra store is not a great name the monstrosity is better and that was the only note i have for this section and and we don't even know what an ultra star is that's so. right all right uh, let's get to the results of the rest of the show, and then I'm going to get back into my cartoon. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. Cliffhanger, okay. Yes. Uh, we had Bray Wyatt defeat L.A. Knight in the Mountain Dew Pitch oh Black Oh, my God. Match. All right, hold on. I'm getting my notes for this one. I <laughs> notes for all these. Pitch Black match. No one cared, meaning in my group. Um, at one point, something said... Is this what's inside the mind of Bray Wyatt? And I was like, what, product placement? Pretty much. Uh, well, this thing, what was I wrote? I wrote thing, this thing, I can't read my own writing. Um, whole thing is stupid, including, quote-unquote, Uncle Howdy missing Eli Drake. I wrote Eli Drake. <laughs> Eli uh, Drake right. on dive. Like, he missed him by a good three feet. Yeah, you can clearly see it. Um, yeah. there are way too many video packages after this I wrote and then, oh, I'm going a little ahead. So what do you think about the, um, pitch black match? It was what it was. Honestly, it was just, they're going to fight in the dark. I didn't expect, I, I didn't expect the glowing that, that kind of caught my attention. Right. 
that that was like the only thing I liked about. Oh, that and there was glowing popcorn when they went through the table. Did you catch that? No. Yes. They had glowing popcorn in a bucket. Um, the other thing, so like, it's weird because after the first Royal Rumble match, obviously people in my party, since if you remember from the last episode, um, some of them got there a little bit later. So like when the Rumble, first Rumble started because it was the first match. Um, so after that first Rumble, that's when we all kind of socialized with each other and like kind of caught up because we didn't really have a chance to do that. And that will continue into the next match as well. All right, so the next match, Bianca Belair successfully defended the Raw Women's title, beating Alexa Bliss. This one was disappointing for me because Belair usually has a really good match on pay-per-view. Um, here, it just did not click for me. This was absolutely at the party. No one cared. No one was watching this thing at all. Um, then I watched it for my note-taking, and I was very bored. Uh I hated that, I guess, that they're trying to put Alexa Bliss back with Wyatt, maybe. Um, she was easily the worst thing to happen to that Wyatt character, and I would argue killed it in the first place. Um, mm-hmm. So the only reason I would want to see them with each other is, like... And I, I said this from the beginning when I heard Bray Wyatt comes back. Because um, I guess you... I get it. You can't really not acknowledge it. So. Yeah. Have Wyatt come back. He kind of meets her in the ring, and then he does his finisher and goes, "I'm, I'm getting rid of my past mistakes. This is a new me," and that closes that chapter successfully. And you move forward with the character. It does not look like that's what's ha- going to happen here. All right. Uh, then my bathroom break was the concert from Hardy. Well, wait. So then the women's Royal Rumble was after that, right? The Bel Air versus Alexa. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just want to make sure. Okay. Now, okay, how much time do we have left on this section? We have a minute 43. All right, good, plenty of time. So here's what's funny. After the Women's Royal Rumble match, uh, me and a couple of friends kind of went back in time because right after the Women's Royal Rumble match, a significant portion of us did not care about the rest of the event. Okay. Um, we went downstairs to my friend's, like, to where his, um, his main air- living area is. Yeah. And... We went old school. It was like we were back in the late 90s, and I watched because I don't really play these games, but I we all played GoldenEye. That was re-released oh, okay. for the Nintendo Switch. The 60- right. Right. Uh, well, it's yeah, they got it's part of the retro console that they just added literally that week. So we played like you know four or five rounds of that, and then when we got back upstairs, because we pretty much assumed the event was over. We were shocked to see that it was still going on at like 12:20 a.m. We're like, I can't believe this thing's still going. Like we were prepared yep. to not, which means I didn't see the Hardy performance until oh. Sunday's rewatch and note taking. That's what. I'm oh, it was bad. It was bad. And the main event: Roman Reigns defeated Kevin Owens to stay the Universal Champion, but. We had one of the greatest endings to a pay-per-view ever with Sami Zayn hitting Reigns with a chair where the Alamo Dome, it blew up. Mm -hmm. It blew up. I did forget to mention... Okay, 
now we go to 11 through 15. 11, Natalia. 12, Candice LeRae. 13, Zoe Stark. 14, uh, Zia Lee. And 15, Becky Lynch. And I have eliminated during this segment Shayna, Natalia, and Candice. Um, again, I only have one note, so we can go back to what we were talking about as well uh, after you're done. The only thing I have written down was Candice. I forgot about Candice LeRae's paper cut theme ripoff. <laughs> it definitely sounds like Linkin Park's paper cut. I could even. I was like, I can sing it, hear it in my head. It's like a hurricane. It's like, just put that in and you got paper cut. Right. Um, Let's see. When Natalia's theme hit, I was like, oh, it's Bret Hart. <laughs> you know, it's not. Um, and then Corey is like, he, he does this thing about how Natalia complains about her position on the roster. And he's like, she's been here a long time. And I wrote, she's been here for over a century. Mm -hmm. It feels like it anyway. It does feel like it. And then when Zia Lee comes out, Michael Cole does not sound thrilled at all. He's like, it's Zia Lee. (laughs) So yeah, I had that. Um, that's really about it. Okay, um, so I get, let me finish my, my what I was saying before yeah, we go to the countdown. So, um, so I forgot to mention when we left after the women's Royal Rumble, like when we went to go to go play Goldeneye, I think um, uh, there was like some debate with the I guess the people that were, you know, that watched WWE Weekly. I'm like, yeah. oh, you're not staying for the the Roman match, and I I remember at one point as we we're leaving, we're like. Hey, spoiler alert, Roman wins. That's how it's been for the past year and a half, it seems. So, yeah, we're not watching that, and we and we all left. Well, not all of us. Like, right. six or seven of us left. I mean, I knew he was going to win. I just wanted to see what would happen with Sammy, and they did that to perfection. I mean, like I said, my thing is I don't care about either of them. So, like, when you take right. away that you don't care about it, it's like I was arguing with someone the other day about not with wrestling. You know the show Wednesday? Yeah. So, so I was like, you should watch Wednesday. I'm like, yeah, but I was never really into the Adams Family. They're like, well, but it's it's good. You don't have to know anything about the Adams Family. I'm like, no, but my point is I'm not invested in the characters of the Adams Family. So why right. would I why would I be interested in a spinoff? on one of those characters. Same thing kind of applies here. Yeah, it's probably good for people that are watching WWE, but for me who doesn't care about the characters of Roman Reigns and Sami Zayn, I don't care. Do you, does way, that make sense to you or no? It does. It does. Uh, by the way, RIP to the original Wednesday Adams. She passed away recently. So. Oh, did she? Yeah. Oh, did she get to see that they made a show for her or no? Yeah, I think she did. Oh, so it was very recent then, because Wednesday's not exactly old, like, meaning the uh, the show. Right. right, the show, yeah. But the original Wednesday from the Adams Family from the 60s. Right, no, I know what you're saying. Yeah. The, yeah. I was just curious if she lived enough to see that the character she played had a spinoff. I hope so. I hope so, too. I, I want to say she did, but you never know. Yeah. Okay, so back to uh, Foamy the Squirrel. And oh, Rhea yeah. Rip. <laughs> That's right, okay. Well, you know, we got caught up in the results of the other, you know, of the show. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Um, so there's this character. It's a female. And her name is Jermaine. And she looks kind of like Rhea Ripley. Okay. 
like she has the slicked back hair. She wears all black stuff. She has tattoos and piercings. And when I saw Rhea like this for a little while, I was trying to think of like, okay, who does she look like? And then I was like, oh my God, she looks like that girl from the foamy cartoons. I don't, I want to see if they're still up and running, but yeah, like she looks not, I'm not going to say dead on. It's not dead on. Okay. But she has like the presentation of it. How do you spell film me? I want to look it up on my end. Uh, F-O-A-M-Y. Foamy the squirrel. Foamy. Foamy the squirrel. Uh, the website is illwillpress.com. Oh, I see. It's a gray squirrel. Yep. With green eyes. Yep. All right. I can see this. And it, it has a chipmunk sound. Well, like, not, he sounds yeah, like a chipmunk. Okay. I can see it. Oh, so, wait. I, yeah, I see her, the squirrel with a friend. Is it a girl? Yeah. Yeah, that that's who she, that's I can who, see that. She yeah. She definitely looks like another monstrosity for sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, what else? I mean, do you I, have? I don't watch it all the time, but like every what, like if I have nothing to do, I probably will watch it. Right, right. Oh. By the way, did you know that Hardy was performing ahead of time? I did. They, they did announce it. I was just waiting. Like we had all agreed, like when. Hardy performs. That's when the intermission, like our intermission, is going to be. See, I didn't know. I don't think any of us knew. Well, either no one knew or no one told me that there was a performance. I figured it was going right to Reigns, but we had already left to go downstairs right. to play Goldeneye, so it didn't even matter. Yeah, it was a bad performance. Yeah, I don't know why. Like, why did it happen? Well, they were promoting his album. He had a song that was the theme of the show. And I was like, oh, we're going to have him perform at the Royal Rumble. I feel like like they had him perform at the wrong time. I feel like if they were going to really try to have him... Because I have a feeling there's probably people that were like me and my friends that probably were like, hey, we're tuning out after the Women's Royal Rumble. Because if you only watch WWE like once a year... Then you're probably not going to be invested in Roman Reigns versus Sami Zayn, right? So, like to me, it's like that's why I was so surprised the women's match was not the final match either. Mm-hmm. If I think I would have had him perform after the the women's title match. Yeah, yeah, that's that would have right. been the time to do it. Right, and then say the the women's Royal Rumble is coming up next. Yeah, yeah, and then you go to the the main event, and then you know you do what you do there. Um, but I do uh, real quick because with the press conference, Cody was one of the people that talked, and he was the only one that tried the Mountain Dew pitch black. Ugh. And he was like, "Uh, I don't really. This is the first sugar thing I've had in like three months, and it's oh god, pretty good. That makes me not like him more. Not the the promoting thing, like oh non sugar thing, right." Okay, 16 through 20. 16, Tegan Knox, 
17 Asuka, 18 Piper Niven, 19 Tamina, and 20 Chelsea Green. And I have during this segment eliminated Tegan, Chelsea, Lynch, Dakota, Io Sky, um, and Bailey. I don't know. I wrote Lynch twice for some reason. Um, I actually do have more things to say on this one, definitely. All right. So this is where I really started knowing the announcing is god-awful for this match. Uh, I, there was nothing that I specifically pointed to. I think I was just like, oh my god, I, I hate this so much. I hate hearing these announcers. I hate it, I hate it, I hate it. Which is why, again, I mentioned it in the first Royal Rumble that watching at the party was much better because you don't listen to the announcers. Exactly. Um, what else do I have? Uh, oh god, <laughs> McAfee does a terrible Kel Mitchell impression. Did you catch when that? When did he do that? When did he for, do that? For, for Piper Nivens. Oh, okay. He wrote, I do, I do, I do, ooh. Like, oh, like an okay. idiot. Like when when Kel says, I love orange soda. Yes. From Keenan and Kel. Fucking idiot. All right. Why, uh, oh, when Tamina came out, I got mad because I was like, why take away her old theme song? Talk to me. me. No. No. Was the best part about her. Uh, oh, and then also, um, I wrote down, who the fuck is dreaming of Tamina versus Nivens? I had that too. Sounds more like a nightmare. Didn't he say something in the men's Royal Rumble that I was like, why did you, who's thinking? Oh, Rollins. Whoever had Rollins in their pool had yes. been, <laughs> Sorry for them, like, who the fuck had Rollins in their pool? Uh, let's see. Start talk. Oh, this was significant to me. When Chelsea came out and then mm-hmm. got eliminated, I was very surprised to hear uh, my friend's brother and his wife talk about like how they love Chelsea as um, the hot mess. Because I'm like, oh my god, you guys watched Impact Wrestling? <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! I'm like, she's way better as that. I was like, that was the best thing she's ever done in her life. And then I had to explain to my friend, I'm like, no, she got left at the altar, and she took it with her that she got left at the altar, so she never changed her wedding dress or anything. It was great. I was just shocked that, like, someone in that room other than me watched Impact Wrestling right. around that time. <laughs> what do you have? Okay, um, so when Tegan Knox comes in, Michael Cole has to go into this whole thing about how her nickname is or she's like she has the shiniest wizard okay and Corey graves is like i don't think muto would agree with that talking about uh great muto you know kaiju muto and then cole i swear cole called it the shiny wizard okay (laughs) i swear i heard him say that. i believe you and then oscar came and it's evil Oscar, and that had been teased on social media because she had had pictures put up like the last month or so with her and her like. So yeah, what is makeup. this again? Like, it's I like didn't know her, anything about this when apparently she. Did apparently, this is a big like, deal, but I don't. I didn't know anything about it. Apparently, this is like her evil side, like her like messed up side. From where though was it another Japan? Okay, so yeah. okay here. Remember how I said that this. Royal Rumble match, not this, not this Royal Rumble match in particular, but the whole event 
is hypocrisy. Yeah. Well, where are all the people yelling at WWE for that? Like when they complained about when CM Punk used the Ring of Honor song. Oh, nobody's going to know that. No one's going to know this Oscar the Grouch thing either. And then they have a conversation about shining a wizard. And I'm like, they really, can't, sh- they really can't get over that, can they? No, they can't. So I'm like, how do you shine a wizard? Maybe I don't want to know that. Yeah, that sounds pretty pretty. Uh, then I wrote, this is Tamina's once a year appearance, because they really don't use her the rest of the well, year. That's what I was going to ask you. I was like, is she a surprise for people? Uh, according to Wikipedia, she's on the Raw roster. Okay. So I I I don't know. Um, what else do? Oh, and then you talked about the dream, the quote unquote dream oh, match of Tamina and Piper. Um, you know what? I I don't have this in my notes, but I do want to talk about this. I thought Zoe Stark was really good in this. I don't remember who she is. She was she was one of the NXT competitors. Okay. In the match, she was in there for over twenty five minutes, and the time that she was in there, she looked good. She hit, um, it was like a springboard somersault move on the Rhea Ripley. Okay. Which looked really good. Um, she's got potential. She really does have potential. I think she she could. She could be something mm-hmm. someday down the down the line, but um, let me see what else do I have? Oh, the whole thing with Piper Niven and the name because she used to be Dewdrop. Okay. And this is where you know Pat McAfee does the I do I do. Oh, that's what. God, he's such an idiot. And then they're like, Oh, what is she going to do? She dropped an elbow. I'm like. Oh my God! Just stop, please stop. Yeah, how do people think that he's good? I don't understand this at all. You know what it is? He, I, I almost feel like sometimes he's fake surprise, like comparatively to Don West, who I thought was always actually like not fake surprise. Sorry, I meant fake excited, fake yeah. excited. Whereas opposed to like Don West, where I was like, oh my God, this guy's legitimately excited. Yeah. Um, it, it's so so fake to me. I think that's one of my biggest problems with him, and I just don't, I just don't get why people think he's a great announcer. I really do not understand. Also, R.I.P. Don West. R.I.P. Don West. Yeah, he's um, he's like I said, I, I, unlike most people during that time, I've always thought fondly of Don. I feel like a you know lot what? of people shit on Don back then. Now all of a sudden, since he's dead, he's they're like, oh, we're gonna miss you, Don. He wasn't bad. He wasn't no. bad. I, I, I always say that. I think he... I, I mean, he was one of the changes, though, unfortunately, because of the... um, Of... Uh, Hogan and Bischoff. Yeah, yeah, basically. Well, well we got 15 seconds here. So, okay, uh, so let's say... Don West is better than Chad McAfee. Agreed. All right, entrance 21 through 25, 21, Zelina Vega, 22, Raquel Rodriguez, 23, Mia Yim, 24, Lacey Evans, 25, Michelle McCool. 
All right. I have during this segment eliminated uh, Zia Lee and Tamina. And I'll start off the conversation here. I have uh, written down hashtag boycott Street Fighter. <laughs> Keeps Alina out of it. <laughs> Why is Mia Yim mentioned? Okay. So I, I, I knew you I, were thought, gonna... I thought she was a, even, honestly, I even thought she was a different name other than that, to be honest with you. Minchin in Korean means crazy. Okay. So at first they were going to call her just Minchin. No, no, but she had another name, didn't she? Because remember when she was with that weird Antifa group? Oh, yeah. What was her the, name? Yeah, I was going to say, uh, it definitely wasn't Minchin, for sure. It definitely wasn't Mia Reckon. Reckoning. Reckoning. That's what I'm thinking of. Okay. Oh, is this another? Okay, so what? What does she do? That's crazy. I guess she just gets into fights and. What a shock! Another like again, the, the my least favorite trope of WWE. We're gonna say that there's some there, there's someone, but really we don't do anything to actually show that they do it. Like when they call Ricochet WWE's resident superhero, like three years ago. There's I, nothing I, that proves any of this. I, I actually have written down in my notes with Mia Yim. I almost interviewed her. Oh, yeah, that's right. I interviewed her. We <laughs> talked about The Walking Dead. It was a great time. Yes. <laughs> so, um, Mia, if you're listening and you'd like to be interviewed, I'm still oh, available. <laughs> well, you're reeking of def- desperation right now. I It was worth a shot. <laughs> um, Say, oh, go ahead. So, so, so you know how I complained about the Rey Mysterio thing in the Men's Royal Rumble? Yes. Here's the equivalent for the Women's Royal Rumble. The Michelle McCool spot. I hated it, and uh, I'm glad she conveniently uh, was able to go. I, I laughed at this. I didn't. I was just like, I, this is the dumbest thing. And she left her kids in the audience. What <laughs> if her kids got kidnapped? Hey, there were 51,000 people that were there to take care of her kids. Why do you think that they would all take care of their kids? Why would you not think at least 12,000 of them wouldn't snatch the kid? Okay, there's like maybe three of them that took care of them. I would agree with that. Three out of 51,000? I could see that. Yeah, yeah. It's like with, with New York, how like everyone's like, oh, I'll, if it was me, I would have jumped in there. I'm like, I, I tell you right now, most people do not jump into hell. Exactly. Because people are scared. And I'll be honest with you, I'm one of those people. I don't want a knife being shoved inside me. Exactly. Bill, uh, why did oh you like God. the Michelle McCool spot? I, I think it was just the way she acted. It was like, oh, I, I, I'm in the badge? Really? I'm in the badge? Oh, okay, here's my code. Bye! Is the dumbest thing. It's a, <laughs> another continuity thing, because wait, if... So here's what hurts it also for me. I'm like, if that was the case, if that's how this works and that you just play their music, then why didn't they suddenly play, like, Dolph, as much as I would have hated it, Dolph Ziggler's music when Rey Mysterio was supposed to come out? You know what they should have done for that spot? Like, they literally showed their inconsistency in this one event for that. You know what they should have done? What? Is they should have played the Price is Right theme song. And Just... Bob Barker came out. <laughs> oh, that would have been great. He is alive, right? I'm not. He's like, 99. Wow, good for him. Good for Bob Barker. When does he turn 100? When does he turn 100? Um, let me let me check. He may have spayed and neutered a lot of animals, but you know, 
he's a good person in heart. Who? Bob, Bob Barker? Barker. Oh, did he neuter a lot? Remember at the end of the show, he'd be like, always, you know, get your pets spayed or neutered. I don't know. Uh, once, once the last person won, I think I had tuned out. <laughs> Listen to the end. Okay, he is going to turn 100 this December. Oh, so he's still got a while to go. All right, let's protect him. Yep, so, he's our he's our only hope. He wants he we have to have doctors by in his house 24 seven. <laughs> All right, what oh, else do you have for this segment? Is that gonna is that gonna be uh, the nearest price without going over? No, it's not. Okay, what do I have? Oh, okay. The the whole Street Fighter thing. This is like one of the worst shameless plugs I think ever. Nothing against Zelina. By the way, she. Because they say she does commentary in the game. Oh, God, that sounds... What do you mean, commentary? That's what they said, is she's doing commentary in the game. I it's don't know a, what that but means. But you know what Street Fighter is, right? Yeah, I know. I've played Street Fighter. What commentary? I don't What does that mean for... It's like, oh, I'm going to be... I'm going to do commentary for Mortal Kombat. Right. And then they have like this whole thing about Street Fighter Six, and I wrote, "Are you getting Street Fighter Six? Not anymore, I'm not." And then Michael Cole actually gave a decent joke, because it was like Graves, if you were in it, your name would be Do Fuss. Oh God. You're right. That was pretty good. It's a very good uh, dad joke for sure. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What else do I have? Uh, I think Corey Graves also talks about someone being a megastar, and I'm like, what's a megastar? But, but is that better or worse than it's an ultra star? An ultra star, exactly. With Lacey Evans, has she found a gimmick? I can't believe she's still around. And she's getting as much shots as her, as I would say, I'm trying to think of someone that, like, would try to undergo another gimmick every couple of months, it seems like. Like, like, she won Spears. It's like, she's been a Southern Belle. She's been a mom. She's been a survivor of abuse from her father. Now she is a military person. And she was in the military. She did serve in the military. And they always use the military thing anyway. Yeah. And she doesn't believe that autism exists. Right. I wonder what she thinks. I wonder what she thinks about this, uh, about the balloon that was from China. Apparently, uh, she's probably livid about that. Um, you want to take a shot at taking that balloon down? No, not at all. Yeah, I don't know what's in it. Or I didn't know what's in it. I mean, it's a balloon. It's got air. Do you realize how many things could be put in a balloon and then blown up? Good point. Good point. Um, all right, what else do we have here? Oh, what, uh, I think, I think that's it. What's our time? Now. All right, now to the last group of five. 26, Indy Hartwell, 27, Sonya Deville, 28, Shotzi, 29, Nikki Cross, and 30, Nia Jax. Okay, and I have eliminated here Zoe, Zelina, Indy, uh, Lacey, 
Nia, Sonia, McCool, Shotzi, Yim, Piper, and Raquel. And I forgot to mention, by the way, uh, my number, I actually had Oscar the Grouch. Huh. That's one of my numbers. My other number is Sonia Deville for this one. Okay. And immediately when Sonia Deville came out, I was very confused because I thought Sonia Deville lost the match that had her that she had to retire to Mandy Rose. Uh, yeah, it's a it's a whole thing. AKA another illogical WWE storyline. Yeah. You wanna tell me why she's wrestling? Do you even remember? Okay, so she ended up becoming a co general manager. Okay, still not at, wrestling. That's fine. At, at one, I, I think it lasted. Even though I don't know what 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 qualifies her as a general manager. How long did that that lasted for a while? I want to say it was. Uh, how long did that last? Let me. I'm I'm looking. Mm-hmm. I, at least a year, I think. Okay. So. Um. So then. She booked herself into a title match against Bianca Belair. Okay. And it was like her abuse of power, and the and Pierce is like, well, uh, the the board has come down. You're no longer an official. You're fired. Mm-hmm. Wait. So she. So, okay. So she. Okay. So she lost again. So why is she in this Royal Rumble match? I guess because she can put her she thinks she could still put herself in matches like this and well clearly she can if it was allowed yeah um all right Uh, what else do you have i have that shotzi is the worst and i wish someone would dismantle her tank oh i wanted the tank to be a participant in the match i hate the tank can someone (laughs) like i don't know send it overseas yeah, give it to Ukraine. Yeah, give it to Ukraine and then let it be destroyed. And then because we're giving them it. all of our shit, why not send? Yeah, at Ukraine? least give it sh- give shot the tank. At least give it Shotzi's thing. That way we can at least be spared of her and her stupid tank. Um, everyone versus Nia. I have that written down. Oh, and the fact that Nia came out early. <laughs> okay, here. This is my favorite thing of the entire night. Okay. Because I had no idea she was there. They botched the surprise. Someone pushed the button too soon. Like they didn't even get it. They they didn't get the cock to come on. And it was just like, I'm not like those girls. And it's like, oh my god, the person who you know does the botches got botched. Mm-hmm. I found that funny. Okay. Not not her fault. Speaking, speaking of Nia, they had one of the most disgusted – a line that I was just super disgusted with, with, with Nia and Raquel. Okay. Did you catch that one? No. I'm disgusted by us. Rhea uh, – Rhea, I mean – no, sorry. That's the the um, monstrosity. Um, right. Raquel versus Nia. They like do a face-off. I don't know who says this, but I was disgusted by it said the irresistible irresistible force versus the immovable object i'm like this is not hogan andre are you <laughs> I think kidding it was me graves <sighs> graves would have said that yeah i don't think i've ever been more disgusted by a line to be used for something 
Gorilla Monsoon is rolling in his grave. Oh my god, I was like, are you kidding? Of course he is. <laughs> Can you imagine? I mean, think about this. Like, a line used in this company for one of their biggest matches of all time, and you're gonna tell this is this is like um the 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 match that's like oh who in the world dreamed of this match the um yep oh Tamina and Piper yeah Tamina and Piper like what you guys are like really out of touch aren't you <laughs> basically Raquel and Nia should never be compared to Hogan versus Andre even though Hogan's terrible as a person then again yeah. I think people argue Nia's terrible as a person well I guess she's the Hogan really? I, I've never heard any bad I, things about Are you kidding her. me? I've, I thought I've read lots of bad things about Nia. Like what? I don't know. It just seems like she's an asshole. Oh, okay. I think, isn't she also like, um, I don't know. I feel like she said something kind of in the veins of the Lacey Evans thing, but I'm not that you mentioned, but I'm not sure what it was Oh, I for. think it was about the vaccine. No, but that too, but also... I thought it was something that he said. She said about a specific like group of people. Maybe I'm wrong. But oh, oh, oh. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't remember. Let me let me see. The, vac- the vaccine's right though. You're right about that. And she uh, injures um, people. She does. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, uh, she like ends careers where like Hogan will make sure that. That doesn't work for me, brother. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, she's the Hogan in this. Yeah. Um, Nikki Cross, I think, broke a, a, a track record okay. with her run. That was incredible. I forgot about Nikki Cross for a second there. And and she's like, she didn't lose breath. That was the surprising thing. I was like, how is this woman going? Mm-hmm. She just ran like 200, 300 meters. Mm-hmm. You know, from the entrance way to the ring. Yeah. Uh, do you have anything else before we get into the final four? Uh, let's see. Oh, okay. Maybe you have the answer. Maybe you don't. Okay. When Nia Jax got eliminated, they said it took 11 people to eliminate her. Oh. Is that the record for, like, most people eliminating one person? I mean, the only thing that I can think of that would come close is Mabel from 1995 or 4 or something like that. Yeah, let me yeah, let me go check that real quick. Cause, or I, the Diesel one was a lot, too, but I think the Mabel one was more. Well, you didn't count Shawn Michaels in the Diesel. Correct, I didn't count Shawn Michaels because there's no way he could have physically touched him, even though they played it off like Shawn Michaels helped in the elimination. Right. Uh, now, now I want to. Now I'm really curious about this. Actually, I'm like turning on the Royal Rumble match right now to see how many people it was on uh, for Nia Jax it took to get out. And of course, my thing's freezing. So let's see. Um, Mabel, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven people. All right, I'm looking at a screenshot now. So you have Nikki, Piper, so let's see, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. If all these people that were in the ring with her right now, I'm actually going to watch it right now. If okay. every single person helped eliminate her, that's 10 people. I'll give you the names right now for those that are following along. Nikki, okay. Piper, McCool, Raquel, 
Sonia, Liv, the monstrosity. Oh wait, if that's Sonia, no, Sonia's by the monstrosity. So who's next to Liv? All right, hold on. Shotzi, Lacey, there's someone staying next to Liv that I can't tell who it is because Nia's blocking her. Let me pause <laughs> for a second. Mm-hmm. Oh, Mia Yim. Okay, so that's the other one. Um, okay, so let me watch and, and we'll see you in a second. And then we'll get into <laughs> our final four. Oh, you having a coughing fit? Ah! I'm, I'll take that as a yes. <coughs> see? Yeah. All right, I'm waiting... Because I don't think this lasts very long that Nia bounces around. Oh, here's the disgusting call. The <laughs> resistible force versus the immovable object. What a... He should be ashamed. I don't think that line gets said if Vince was there. All right, come on. Let's just get to it. I don't want to fast forward because I might miss it. In the meantime, I will say that we get to the final four with... Cross versus Rhea versus Oscar the Grouch versus wait hold on. oh here's no I thought that was it. sorry Cross versus the Monstrosity versus Oscar the Grouch versus Liv. All right I think it's coming. All okay right. McCool kicks her. Oscar the Grouch punches her. Liv does something. <coughs> Oscar the Grouch does something else. The Monstrosity she tries to slam her but. I think she botched that one up. Because it looks like she's supposed to. I can see that where they're like, oh, she she definitely... Yeah, because now she's picking her up, so she probably botched the slam. She botched that too, kind of, the pump handle slam. That looked very sloppy. Guy's losing his mind in the crowd. I don't know why. All right, here we go. Let's see. Does everybody help? Nikki is clearly not... Oh, no, Nikki is kind of... Maybe... Maybe I'm looking. I'm watching again real quick. Hold on. I was gonna say Nikki doesn't help, but she does put a hand at the last second. I'm watching it again. See, it's hard because of the it's it's hard because of the camera angle too, because I can't see what's on the left side. Okay, if it's not all ten, <coughs> I would say it's at least seven of them. Okay. I think it's fair to say, unless they're going to show me right now um, a camera angle from the right side, I think I can assume that it's that it did take all ten. <laughs> and even if I'm not uh, sure, I am sure that there's at least seven, which would beat the record, right? Because you said Mabel was six. Yeah. Yeah. So I agree. That's the most people it took out uh, took to get out for a Royal Rumble. That's the verdict. <coughs> all right so congratulations right, to mr coughing over there yeah i know I'm, i apologize you're like folks. the pokemon coughing yep all right so you're ready for the final four yep all right like i said it's cross versus the monstrosity versus oscar the grouch versus live uh let me know interrupt me if you have something for anything between any of this because i don't have anything <coughs> there we go okay Liv, anim- Liv eliminates Nikki, so then we have Oscar the Grouch versus Liv versus the Monstrosity. The Monstrosity eliminates Oscar the Grouch, which sucked for me because I had Oscar the Grouch. Uh, and it comes down to the Monstrosity versus Liv. Monstrosity eliminates Liv. The Monstrosity, Rhea Ripley wins. Okay. When they get to the three and they show Oscar, 
she looks like she just got there. Like, you know, like how with face, people that wear face paint, like at some point it wears oh, off. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. She does not look like she had any of that worn off. Well, it wears off because of sweat, doesn't it? Or yeah. if you're outside in the heat, yeah. I think so. Um, I had, I wrote Asuka hit live with Smurf mist. Okay. It, it looked like a Smurf. <gasps> Asuka the Grouch eats Smurfs? Yeah. Oh, shit. I love Smurf berries. I loved this ending. I real I thought this was an original creative idea. <coughs> you had all three that went over the top. They're on the apron. Asuka gets kicked off. And then Rhea goes to live, but live in her blindness fights Rhea. Rhea slips. And it's like all Liv has to do is find Rhea and just like maybe punch her one time and she wins. And Rhea uses her legs to, you know, head scissor Liv to eliminate her and win. I really liked that ending. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, like I said, this, this one was all right. I don't know if this was better or worse than the men's, to be honest with you, for me. Um, I think they're, I mean, to be honest with you, I think they're probably pretty much equal. I definitely had that one moment where I'm like, this, this, you know, this is very much uh, a stupid thing. You know, for the women's, it was the Michelle McCool thing. For the men's, it was the Rey Mysterio thing. Um, you know, and then they had some spots that I liked. Uh, I gotta be honest with you, it's really a coin flip here on which one I thought was better. Right. It really, because it literally has the same amount of things I liked and same thing of amount of things I hate probably if you really write them down um you know and uh, they both unfortunately had Pat McAfee so uh one thing that I did want to mention what was it again uh what the fuck was it I just had it in my head I don't know what do you have what did you think well I try to think about that Oh, I, I remember. The, go ahead. I okay, go ahead. No, I remember. But go ahead. You go first. I thought the men's was a little bit better than the women's, but the women had the better ending. Okay. It was brief. It was to the point, and it didn't feel like it was a joke. It didn't rush. It was a perfect ending. Mm-hmm. So one of my remember on the last episode, I was telling you about how <laughs> there was a problem i had overall with this royal rumble event that i couldn't talk about until after we talked about the women's royal rumble mm-hmm. my problem is is so they reinforce that the numbers are important and then in the same event don't because cody came in at number 30 and you could go oh yeah the better number is the le- you know a later number but then here the monstrosity wins right and she came in at one like, I don't know. I just feel, to me, I was like, feels ass backwards. Like, I mean, I agree with you that Cody should have come a little bit earlier. But I would argue that Rhea probably should come a little bit later to make it different. Like, come in at number five. Yeah. No one ever win at number five? I don't know. Um, I think Austin did. Okay. At five. But I think that's it. Okay. Um... But yeah, that was that was my big complaint. Just that 
you know, why, why negate something in the same night? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, I do. I, I totally get you. Right. All right. So and where do we go from here? I mean, we here's what we know, as of right now, at least. We know that Cody's going to fight Roman, and we know Rhea is... Do we know what Rhea's fighting? She is going to fight Charlotte. All right. As of right now, I want to preface this, because who knows if things can change. Things can change. Yeah. Um... I don't know. I'm not, that doesn't make me that interested in WrestleMania as an outsider. Like, right. all right, so nothing, I guess that's the main thing I'm trying to discuss here is when I finished watching this event, it did not make me feel like I must now watch WWE to find out what's going on. Like, do you, do you know what I'm saying? Like, there wasn't, Yeah. this didn't make me any excited for WrestleMania. Like, Cody's the obvious winner. I, I'm not. I, I think I agree with him winning. I don't have a problem with that. Um, to be honest with you, you know what would get me excited about WrestleMania, Bill, and what get me to watch it? What? Sammy versus Cody. Hmm. And then your Roman matches Roman against Jey Uso. Okay. Will the bloodline survive? Or not? Find out at WrestleMania. There you go. But, I mean, you know what? So, what, what what are your thoughts? Did this make you any more excited for WrestleMania? Any less excited or the same thing? These ways? I think it would be the same. Okay. Let's just, like, for me, it would probably be, let's see how the next few weeks go. Mm-hmm. And then we'll see where it goes. Yeah, like, have to me, it's like, have Sammy win. Look, I don't care about the Sammy storyline like other people do. But remember when I kept on, when we talked on the show about Rusev Day? And I was yes. like, I don't get it. I don't care about it. But clearly, a bunch of people do. So they probably should run with that. And they, apparently, they never really put the title on him. That's kind of how I feel about Zayn right now. I don't care about him. But that doesn't mean like the rest of your current audience doesn't care about him. So have him win. I mean, would you would you want a Cody versus Zayn match? It would be different. It really would. Because um, I think it could be where like maybe Zayn calls out Cody and like with a you know wink and a nod with AEW like when things got tough you left. Yeah. That's only when you. Couldn't do, you know, something like that. I don't know exactly. And then, you know, Cody could be his whole, whole like, uh, you know, I, I fought my whole life to be in this position, yada, yada, yada. Like, you know, like he usually does, stuff like that, as the everyday worker, like his dad. Mm-hmm. I just think that's a more interesting dynamic to me because you're also not, you're not, totally taken away from the bloodline thing because again you could have Jey Uso versus Roman in a feud that's already established I would argue yeah but I think we're just going to get Cody versus Roman my bigger fear is that we're getting another year of Roman ooh 
I think that's the worst case know. scenario, and I think that might be what happens. Because the man only works, what, like five times a year? Maybe. I can tell you right now, I can name you five opponents between this year's WrestleMania and next year's WrestleMania that he can feud with. And if you only need five people, it makes having him hold the belt for another year a very easy task to do. Yeah. So let's just say he fights Cody, right? So you can also still do a match with Jey Uso, that's one. You can do... um, you could do Cody again, like maybe he builds himself back up and tries again, but he still can't do it. Mm-hmm. That's two. You know he's going to fight another part-timer at some point. That's three. Um, and maybe another rematch with Kevin Owens. That's four. And then maybe another match with another full-time guy. That's five. All you need is five, and he's champion for another year. Yeah. So. Overall, what are your thoughts on the whole Royal Rumble event? I thought the event was good, um, not great. Loved the ending. I thought the Rumble matches were decent enough. Yeah, agreed. <coughs> and uh, we'll see where it goes from here. Mm-hmm. All right, do you want to get final plugs and head out? Yes, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at House of Bill. Follow me on Instagram, MrBilliam85. And check out my articles on Daily DDT. And for me... You can follow me on Instagram, that's podcasting, that's podcasting.com. Also, that's podcasting on YouTube and on Twitch. And, uh, yeah, I guess that's about it, uh, Bill. Well, I'm, I have a feeling we'll be doing this again next year because I do think there's going to be new owners next year to talk about. Whether or not yeah. Triple H is the booker is will remain to be seen. But yeah. regardless, I am willing to do this under a new management. If it's the same thing, like if it's still the same situation, maybe not, but I have a feeling, I think, and you probably follow this more than me, um, I, I feel like WWE seems to be leaning towards they're sure there's going to be a sale at some point this year. So it's a matter of yeah. when. All right. Well, uh, we'll see what happens. Maybe we'll talk to you all next year. And until then, the Women's 2023 Royal Rumble has been eliminated.